Yes, hello and welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle where we've wrapped the biggest sports news of the day into a nice, neat little podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Lucem, stepping into the chair today for Michael Caruana, who is on some well-deserved holidays. On today's episode, I'm going to take a look at what's happened in the supercars over the weekend in Perth with three local Canberrans all in action. I'll also feature some pretty damning stats to prove why Richmond don't like travelling to Marvel Stadium following yet another loss. Plus, the mighty West Tigers have claimed victory in Bathurst alongside the Raiders' victory in Wagga. All that and more is coming up on the Sport Report full-time whistle. Well, it was a huge weekend of motorsport both here in Australia and around the world. From supercars to Formula 1 and even IndyCar, there was plenty to watch. Over in Perth, round three of the Supercars Championship was won and won by three different winners across the three races. Both Erebus drivers Brody Kostecki and Will Brown claimed race victories alongside Red Bull's Brock Feeney. But there was a huge local presence at Wanneroo Raceway with not one, not two, but three Canberrans in action across the Supercars and their developments. Cameron Hill finished the weekend with some career best results with a 12th in qualifying for the final race of the weekend before going on to finish 16th. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, we had a good race. We, we were aggressive on our strategy. Came out probably top 10 and uh, the tyres couldn't quite hold on uh, and I dropped back to 16th. Meanwhile, in Super 2, Zach Bates had a rollercoaster ride of results for Walkinshaw and Dreddy United, finishing 12th and 18th in his two races. Honorary Canberran Zane Morse and his Bungendore-based team AIM Motorsport made plenty of overtakes throughout the two races, finishing in 7th and 8th respectively in race 1 and 2. Hill will be back in action in three weeks down in Tasmania, whilst our Super 2 operators Bates and Morse will have to wait until July to steer their chariots again around the streets of Townsville. Well, 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 who would have thought that after seven rounds of the AFL season, Richmond would be sitting in 16th position with only one win next to their name. I know I certainly wouldn't have. Their defeat yesterday came at the hands of the Gold Coast Suns, who claimed the 24-point victory at Marvel Stadium. Yes, that's right, Marvel. Marvel Stadium hasn't been a happy stomping ground for the Tigers over the years, and out of 100 games that they've played there, they've only had 41 wins, 3 draws, and 56 losses. That's right, they've lost over 57% of matches played there. You've got to go back to Round 9 in 2021, where they defeated the Giants by just 4 points to find their last win at the venue. So, do those stats back up why fans don't like travelling to Marvel? Or is it in fact that they just don't like having to travel 20 minutes to the ground instead of walking down Punt Road to the MCG? I guess only time will tell. The theory some Gold Coast fans will probably be thinking is that they are the bogey team for the Tigers. In their 13-match career head-to-head, the Suns won three of the first four matches between 2011 and 2014. But more recently, the Suns now also will be going for four straight victories over Richmond in their next matchup. Round four of the Formula One season took place in Baku for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix overnight. 
Red Bull Sergio Perez took the win over teammate Max Verstappen in what was a relatively uneventful race. That was, however, until the penultimate lap with Frenchman Esteban Ocon nearly mowing down media and photographers at pit entry who were getting prepared for the podium. Here's his thoughts on the situation. Something we don't want to see. I mean, uh, I don't understand why, you know, we were starting to prep the podium, you know, one one lap to go. They were still racing in that pit lane. It's, I'm arriving, you know, at 300 kph, breaking in the last moment close to the line and... Yeah, I mean, I had to, to break and, uh, and avoid uh, a little bit the people, so it could have been a major, major incident, and it's something we don't want to see. Um, and yeah, it has been crazy uh, in that regard, so definitely something we're going to discuss. And is footy in country towns something the NRL should be exploring more? After going to Wagga Wagga to watch the Raiders defeat the Dolphins in a Golden Point thriller, it got me thinking about why big national sports such as the AFL and NRL don't take more matches to regional areas. Already this year, matches have been played in front of sellout crowds in Mudgee, Wagga and Bathurst, no matter what the weather was like. Matches in Coffs Harbour and the Sunshine Coast and Tamworth are all scheduled for later in the year, however not every team does it. Why? Well, sometimes it's a money thing because clubs don't make as much selling out a 10,000-seat stadium in the bush as they would have a 15 to 20,000 people strong crowd at their regular venues. Despite this, though, the atmosphere at regional games is electric, especially when the home side gets the win. So here is my proposal, Peter Volandis and Andrew Abdo. Make every team play at least one home game in the bush to play in the regional areas to help build the game across the country.